Hey everybody, welcome into another edition of Rapid Recap. I am Zach Carpenter, the publisher of Inside Nebraska. That is Steve Marek and Greg Smith of Inside Nebraska. And we're coming to you after a 45-42 loss to Georgia Southern for the Huskers. Um, fellas, 10.24 p.m. Central Time on September 10, 2022. Is that the TOD, that the time of death of the Scott Frost era for looking at the bigger picture after this loss? Listen, I, I think that it would not surprise anyone if that was the end. It is, it, it, there's a lot to unpack it. It's shocking to say that we're here at this point. If I had told you four years and some change ago that this is where we would be, that Nebraska would be in a game fighting for its life against Georgia Southern on its home field in a, in a game in which the offense performed in the way that you thought that Scott Frost offenses would perform when he came in from UCF, and they still ended up losing the football game, you would say they're in a world of hurt. So, yeah, it's it's a real possibility, and I think we have to kind of acknowledge that. Yes. Uh, if it's year five and you're going into halftime against an FCS opponent tied at seven, like they did last week against North Dakota, um, you, you eke that one out, but then you lose um, on a last-second field goal attempt to Georgia Southern, a Sun Belt Conference opponent. Um, yeah, it's just kind of hard to see where the direction of this program is going right now. Um, actually, it's not hard to see. I think we can all kind of agree which direction um, this program is going. So, yeah, it's not looking good for Scott Frost and his tenure at Nebraska right now. I mean, you said four years ago it was surprised you. I came here in the summer, and this surprises <laughs> me, a one-and-two start and to struggle yeah. that much against North Dakota. I mean, I think all three of us could have seen a two-and-one start yep. to the season. Yep. I think we all predicted three-and-oh. And I think so. Yeah, I predicted officially seven and five. There was eight four out there. That was a possibility. And now that feels completely off the table. Right. Yeah. In the bigger picture of this season, but coming in, like you said, the offense seemed. It seemed like he, uh, Nebraska, with Scott Frost, completely revamped his offensive staff. Right. And it showed itself tonight with this explosive performance in, in a good way. But we can talk about the offense in a second. Like you said, Steve, I think after the uh, Northwestern loss, after how crushing and uh, debilitating that was, the North Dakota game, like I think a lot of people like tried to give the benefit of the doubt, yep. including me. They, made, uh, they found a way to come it back. It was a good finish like yeah. they didn't do the week before against yeah. Northwestern, so they, they did it. They had a good finish, controlled the fourth quarter against North Dakota, um, but none of that carried over to today. No, it was a, it was a flat performance from the beginning, and I, I shouldn't say it was a flat performance on defense. Yeah. I do think we. Yeah. No one's going to remember this, but the offense had a, a great game and played to its potential. Um, I know that Casey Thompson was gracious in the post game and said that you know we could have scored more and we could have done more, um, but there's not all that much more you can do. You score 42 points at home against an FCS opponent, and you should win the football game. Yes, absolutely. Casey Thompson's going to come out of, come out of this one a winner, but again, we should not focus on the offense. They were they were good defensively. Have written down here they allowed 233 yards rushing and 7.7 .7 yards per rush. That's just not going to get it done against a team that came in wanting to throw the football who threw it almost 50 times in their in their game last week against an FCS opponent in Morgan State um, to come in here those are some wide open lanes that uh, Georgia State was rushing yep. through. Um, Nebraska's defensive front, Ty Robinson, Devin Drew, Stefan Wynn, uh, Colton Feast, all those guys unfortunately are just not getting the job done. The linebackers behind them, Ernest Hausman, bless his heart, he's going to be a really he's going to be a really great player, um, but he just looks really lost out there. Uh, Luke Reimer, a returning starting linebacker, just does not look the same like he did last year. Um, there's just a lot of 
wrong going on right now with Nebraska's defense, and it showed tonight. And yeah, it could be the nail in, in the coffin of Scott Frost here at Nebraska. And, and to to drive your point home even more about, especially the second level and the tackling, and you can yeah. just picture all of the missed tackles and guys diving at players, and that so much of that talk at the beginning of this week because of Scott Frost saying that they were going with more good on good in practice, they were mm -hmm. going to do more live tackling because they needed to get more live game speed simulated in practice. And maybe it showed just how far they had to come with that because that's been a problem each game that they've played this season. They, like you said, they managed to kind of get it together last week against North Dakota, but it, it just hasn't, you know, materialized enough. And that tackling and the defense and those wide open holes, it's just too much right now. And, and it's, it's just a huge problem. There's no way, a real way around it. it. The biggest problem is that it's not a schematic, it's not as much a schematic thing to me mm -hmm. as it's just a basic fundamental right. thing because they had a combined 29 missed tackles against Northwestern, North Dakota. Gonna <laughs> be very interested to see what that number is right. after tonight after allowing, what you say, 233 yards yeah. on the ground. And yeah. there's so many times where, like you said, open field where they just either take a bad pursuit angle mm -hmm. or over-pursue or just go too fast, like trying to run in, uh, run into the ball carrier. And almost it's like they run past the ball carrier. And if you listen to Eric Janander's radio show on Thursday, he talked about or his appearance on uh, Husker uh, radio, radio Network. He talked about, and he's probably talked about this before, of the, the strategy that they deploy for tackling is we teach them to run through mm -hmm. uh, the, the, play, the um, offensive player instead of stomping your feet, breaking down. And I don't know what the best strategy uh, what the best strategy is for teaching tackling, yeah. but like something needs to change. And mm. I feel like that's an off season thing, right? Yes, like that's, that's the point. <laughs> and that was the problem. And we, you and you, us three, have talked about this kind of offline, and, and, and it has come up in press conferences. With the problem with Nebraska coming into this season, doing a lot of the same stuff when it came to that off season program, right? When you start to hear about you know three days on, one day off, we want to do light tackling because we want to keep bodies fresh. We heard players say that we've assumed heard players over and over again now in press conferences say yeah we didn't hit very much <laughs> in the offseason and I think we're seeing the fruits of that labor which is a lot of what we had seen in the past like it, it is weird behavior to be honest that we would be in this season in year five in a do or die year and the same stuff was happening in the offseason and we're we've seen where that's gotten them. 